the twenty-fourth day of the month. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 26-27 Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. Hebrews 10, verses 24-25 Today's theme is life in community. As it takes an entire village to raise a child, so also it takes an entire congregation to nurture a Christian. God has created human beings in an interlocking system of relationships, apart from which we cannot flourish. The church is a gift from God in order that we may be provided with a community of faith in which to grow. In the process, this community holds us accountable and encourages us in our spiritual journey. Regular participation in the life of a congregation is intended to be mutually beneficial. As others spur us on, so we also spur others on. We are initiated into this community at baptism. Even death does not separate us from it, but rather translates us into another form of it. So that Charles Wesley could write, One family we dwell in God, one church above, beneath, though now divided by the stream, the narrow stream of death. What do you cherish most about your life in a Christian congregation? What do you think are your major contributions to others in the congregation? Opening Prayer O God of hosts, you are never alone. Even when you seem to us to be solitary in your splendor, you yourself live within the community of your triune being. As you are never alone, so you provide that we shall not be alone. Increase our appreciation for your gift to the church, imperfect though it is because of our many faults. By the unifying power of the Holy Spirit, visit us and bind us together as those who know themselves to be your people. Through Jesus Christ, whose promises we trust. Amen. Psalm 115, verses 9-18 through 18. But you, O Israel, put your trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. Clan of Aaron, trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. You who fear God, trust in God. Trust your helper. Trust your ruler. O God, remember us and bless us. Bless the families of Israel and Aaron. And let God bless all who fear God. Bless the small Bless the great. O oh, let God enlarge your families, giving growth to you, growth to your children. May you be blessed by God, by God who made heaven and earth. The heaven of heavens is for God, but he put us in charge of the earth. Dead people can't praise God, not a word to be heard from those buried in the ground. But we bless God. Oh, yes, we bless him now. We bless him always. Hallelujah. the book of Numbers, chapter 13, verses 1 through 3 and 21 through 30. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send out for yourself men, so that they may spy out the land of Canaan, which I am going to give to the sons of Israel. You shall send a man from each of their father's tribes, every one a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, at the command of the Lord, all of them men who were heads of the sons of Israel.
So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zen, as far as Rehob. At Lebo Hamath, when they had gone up to the Negev, they came to Hebron, where Ammon, Shehai, Talmai, the descendants of Anak were. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshkol, and from there cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes, and they carried it on a pole between two men, with some of the pomegranates and the figs. That place was called the Valley of Eshkol, because of the cluster which the sons of Israel cut down from there. When they returned from spying out the land at the end of forty days, they proceeded to come to Moses and Aaron to all the congregation of the sons of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. And they brought back word to them and to all the congregation, and showed them for the fruit of the land. Thus they told him and said, We went into the land where you sent us, and it certainly does flow with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who lived in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large, and moreover we saw the descendants of Anak there. Amalek is living in the land of the Negev, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites are living in the hill country, and the Canaanites are living by the sea and by the side of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, We should by all means go up and take possessions of it, for we will surely overcome it. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 2, verse 25, through the third chapter of the eighth verse. For indeed, circumcision is of value if you practice the law, but if you are a transgressor of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. So if the uncircumcised man keeps the requirements of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? And he who is physically uncircumcised, if he keeps the law, will he not judge you who, through having the letter of the law and circumcision, are a transgressor of the law? For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that which is of the heart, by the spirit, not by the letter, and his praise is not from men, but from God. Then what advantage has the Jew? Or what is the benefit of circumcision? Great in every respect, first and all, that they were entrusted with the oracles of God. What then, if some did not believe, their unbelief will not nullify the faithfulness of God, will it? May it never be. Rather, let God be found true. Through every man be found a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness demonstrates the righteousness of God, what shall we say? The God who inflicts wrath is not unrighteous, is he? I am speaking in human terms. May it never be. For otherwise, how will God judge the world? But if through my lie the truth of God abounded to his glory, why am I still being judged as a sinner? And why not say, as we are slanderously reported, and as some claim that we say, let us do evil that good may come? Their condemnation is just. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18. Verses 21 through 35. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. For this reason the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. 
When he began to settle them, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. But since he did not have the means to repay, his lord commanded him to be sold, along with his wife and children and all that he had, and repayment to be made. So the slave fell to the ground and prostrated himself before him, saying, Have patience in me, and I will repay you everything. And the lord of that slave felt compassion, and released him, and forgave him the debt. But that slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii, and he seized him and began to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe. So his fellow slave fell to the ground and began to plead with him, saying, Have patience with me, Lord, and I will repay you. But he was unwilling and went and threw him in prison until he should pay back what was owed. So when his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved and came and reported to their Lord all that had happened. Then summoning him, his Lord said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that I have had mercy on you? And his Lord, moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers until he should pay all that was owed him. My heavenly Father will also do the same to you if each of you do not forgive his brother from your heart. This is the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world through Jesus our Savior. Amen. From the Methodist Prayer Book 2021 by Yonkakaya Zile. Heavenly Lord, weaver of life and cementer of relationships, we pray that you will weave us into your goodness and into each other. Give us grace, we pray, to follow closely in the way of your Son by offering a place of belonging at your table to immigrants, to people who are homeless, to people seeking asylum, and to all who find themselves on the margins of our society. Help us, Lord, to offer all who need it a new and safe place in which to be. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he should come to judge the quick living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.